Awesome. Okay, so let's crack on then. Hi, Sherry. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Creative Lounge. We are all super excited to learn more about you. So without further ado, can you tell us three things that we should know about you? Alrighty. Um, I am Sherry Pavlovich, otherwise known as Refashionista Sherry, and I am the upcycling, creative DIY diva behind Confessions of a Refashionista. Now, I actually spent over 22 years living and working abroad in Japan, England, Greece, and Germany, and uh, so that really kind of shaped who I am. And I also really believe that anyone, regardless of their age, gender, or finances, can absolutely create their own totally unique, totally feel-good, awesomely ethical eco-fashion. And um, let me see, what's, what's the last one? Uh, oh yeah, I do everything myself that, <laughs> that you see online. Uh, this is something that I think a lot of women especially People don't really ever believe us that we do all the stuff. We are all one women shows, uh, which is fun in a way, but also a lot of work. And uh, a kind of quote by Amy Poehler that I, that I actually live by, it's kind of my mantra, is there's power in looking silly and not caring that you do. I love this quote, I've never heard it before, but it's, <laughs> it's definitely a powerful one, uh, yeah. Okay, so tell me, why and how did you decide to become a blogger who is focusing on sustainable DIYs for clothing, accessories and home decor? When I first started, actually, like I was not a sewer at all. And this is, you know, almost a decade ago <laughs> that I started when I was 38 and I had inherited a really, really vintage, like we're talking 1940s sewing machine. And I didn't know how to use it. I totally failed home ec, you know, when they made to take that in high school and hadn't touched a machine since then. Uh, so I just started doing kind of stuff in my own closet. Things never fit me well. And then once I got pretty good at that, you know, my friends started saying, um, can you show me how to do that? And I had already kind of started a blog and then I thought, you know what, maybe this might be a better idea because I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm sure there's lots of other people out there who would love to know if you don't know what you're doing, how can you start kind of refashioning, making your own clothes? And, and I did. And that's how it all kind of began. Across your platforms, uh, you have this one category that I quite like. It's the celebrities copycat look. I just saw one of them, which was um, a copycat celeb look of um, Lady Gaga, and it was for $12. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Now the celeb copycats actually just really started fluky. You know, I, I can't, what was my first one? I think my first one was maybe, Cindy Lauper, um, just because, you know, I'm an 80s, an 80s kid and uh, love Cindy Lauper. And I happen to have a shirt in my closet that I'd gotten for like 10 cents that was so close to this shirt that she was wearing in a picture I just randomly saw online. And I thought, hey, that would be kind of fun, you know, to, to add to my kind of refashionista categories, showing how easy it is to spend 10 cents and look like a celebrity. <laughs> and so I did, you know, I did my hair like hers, my makeup, tried to do the same pose. I mean, she's holding like a disco ball and I'm holding like a candle holder, but what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, using 
only what I have in my house and in my stash, I, yeah, put together and recreate outfits that are literally tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars from celebrities. I mean, one of my favorites that I recently did was actually of Celine Dion. And um, I don't know if you saw that one, but the comments I got on that were so many people like, oh my God, I love you so much better. And they could not believe what I used. And you know what? I don't have it here. Give me a sec to just pop to the closet and grab what it is. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she had this amazing designer skirt on. And again, it was a few thousand dollars. And so I recreated it using things that I have an overabundance of in my stash. Do you know what this is? Um, my guess would be, is that the, a shower sponge? It absolutely is bath puffs, yes. So her skirt, of course, was made out of whatever frou-fou-shishi fancy fabric. And I was looking at it and going, it looks like bath puffs. It looks like bath puffs to me, so. <laughs> I always save my bath puffs. I know some people might think that's weird, but I really upcycle everything that I possibly can. And I mean, as long as you give them a nice soak in a vinegar and water and baking soda bath, they're totally fine to upcycle into other things. And yeah, so it's just a skirt that I had in my stash. I shortened it and then sewed about 25 different bath puffs all the way around it. That's creativity to a whole new level because personally, I would never think of doing something like that. So, and I think that's a good segue to ask you about where do you get your inspiration from? If it's not something from my own kind of bizarre refashionist brain here, then it is definitely I'm inspired by something like that skirt. And then I, I just kind of go, I bet you I can make that. And I think I know how. And like I said, I mean, again, with 99% of my makes, this again was something I had never done before. I mean, I don't know many people who sit around sewing bath puffs onto clothing, but of course I'd never done it before. And, and again, it was a lot of work. I mean, it's very, very picky to, to sew plastic, basically. Uh, but again, well worth the result. And it's one of my favorite things that I have now. I mean, I do, of course, get very bizarre looks when I leave the house wearing it, but I really do think that, you know, why should you care if you feel good in what you're wearing? I agree with you. If you want to wear a buff buffs, do that by all means. And I think it looks great. Um, and speaking of upcycling, what is the most unusual thing that you've managed to upcycle into something great? Oh, wow. Um, there's been so many. I mean, I have almost 1,600 totally free tutorials over on my site and my channel, right? Um, so that's a lot to get through. And I don't just upcycle and refashion clothes. I do furniture and decor. And I mean, my, my whole thing is kind of teaching people how to live sustainably and affordably. And my new little catchphrase is being eco-friendly shouldn't cost the earth. Brilliant slogan. <laughs> this is actually a very good segue to my next question, uh, which is around the fact that you are everywhere. 
you are on YouTube, Facebook, you have your own website, and you also have your own podcast. So can you tell us why did you decide to be on all of those platforms? And what are the challenges that come with this? Wow. Um, well, I think as with, with anything, especially if you're kind of a one person show here, it's, it's a matter of trying everything until something sticks, you know? And so I just started out with the blog and that started kind of going well, you know? So I thought, uh, maybe, maybe let's, let's throw a channel in there. Like my podcast, I started just a couple months ago um, because I, I'm always trying to repurpose and repackage my great content. The stuff that was really popular on my, on my blog, on my channel, I am now kind of redoing that in podcast format. And then that is another way that I can share my knowledge and share all of my tips and tricks with people for living more sustainably and eco-friendly, you know? So it's just, again, every single thing I do is pretty much trying to get my message out there to the people. Where do you find all that energy? Um, as someone who creates content, I know how difficult and time-consuming the whole process is. You have so many videos on YouTube, so many like books that you've published on your website. Again, this is a great big tip that uh, going back to the repurposing content, there's no need to constantly, constantly, constantly be recreating brand new content every day. If you can repurpose, repackage, redesign, absolutely do that because something that you posted even two months ago is going to be lost now. So definitely something that you posted maybe two years ago could definitely use a refresh and a repackage and a reshare, right? I mean, especially because doing what we do, being creatives online, our skills are constantly improving. You know, we are every single day, we have to learn something else, be it something about algorithms or SEO or a new design, whatever has come out. We have to know it because there's a million other people who already know it. You know, when you meet other creatives who do something, doesn't have to be the same, but something similar to what you do, and we can share our knowledge, that is the greatest gift we can give each other to when we're trying to carve out our little places online here is to freely share our knowledge. And that's, again, what I'm trying to do here. And besides meeting new people, getting that opportunity to exchange knowledge with them, what would you say is one of the biggest uh, rewards that you've gained from, from starting this blog? Well, I think I'm gonna get a little emotional here. Um, I, sorry, I get a lot of emails all the time and messages, you know, direct messages from people um, saying how I've changed their life. You know, and that's uh, an amazing thing when I think like me, this kind of everybody call it the quirky comedian chicky, you know, I'm changing people's lives, but, uh, but I am, you know, I mean, and it's such, it's such an awesome feeling to open my inbox, which is usually filled with criticisms and trolls and horrible stuff but then you know you get those few messages that where people are saying say i never realized that i could live more sustainably or even better i never realized that 
I could be of a certain age, be an older woman and still do what I want to do and wear what I want to wear. Because uh, that's something else that I have really started to try to present to the world as well. I mean, again, as far as impacting impacting me, it's, it's those messages of kindness and letting me know that that what I'm doing isn't falling on deaf ears and I'm not just, you know, shouting into the void of the internet, that that it is making a difference to people. Um, I just wish it would make a difference to more people. <laughs> and speaking of content creation, what advice would you give someone who is considering starting something of their own, whether it's a YouTube channel, Instagram account, a podcast? Uh, um, don't, <laughs> and let me clarify that, <laughs> don't unless you are prepared to do the work involved. Creating DIY tutorial videos for YouTube, that takes days of work to do, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot, a lot of work. And I actually do have on my site an entire section called Behind the Scenes of Blogging, where I have shared over the years every single tip and trick and trauma <laughs> that uh, I have gone through in, uh, in creating what I create. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice is that as with anything in life, you know, everything takes longer than you think it will. And it doesn't matter if you're just vacuuming your house or doing the dishes, it, it always takes longer than you think. Biggest advice, don't use filters. Don't use filters. Be who the, I don't know if I can swear or not. Yeah, of course. <laughs> be who the fuck you are. You are fucking awesome. So just be who you are. <laughs> you get a lot further in life if you just who you are. That's one of the greatest thing about your channel uh, and your blog because you're showing that you can be yourself and you can be extremely creative. You can be creating great content and that is so, so important. And last question from my side. What would be one advice that you would want to give to anyone watching this video? Um, to, you know what, stop buying new stuff because you have a closet full of crap that you don't wear or in your house somewhere, in your linen closet, you have a bed sheet that you haven't used in forever. Make it into a pair of pants. And if you're saying, I can't do that, of course you freaking can. My site has nearly 1,600 totally free tutorials on there. All you need is a pair of scissors, maybe some bleach. You don't even have to sew anything, but if you want to, again, it's all over there on my site. And I have tons of really super cheap eBooks too that will help you get started with anything you could possibly want to get started with. But again, my site, my channel are the best places to start because I mean, I have no sew everything and basic sewing and you just, just do it. There's, there's no reason not to do it. Take an old t-shirt you don't like anymore, dunk it in bleach and see what happens. Think it, everything's an experiment, right? So just experiment and go for it. Have fun. <laughs> that was a brilliant answer. Um, and I love how you merged exactly the two topics of creating something and then also upcycling, recycling. Um, and I think that's, that's a really, really good advice. And I hope people follow it and they 
go on and start exploring their creative side uh, and create some amazing clothing or accessories or whatever it is that they're fancy. Um, well, with that, uh, Sherry, I would like to thank you once again for joining us today and thank you for sharing all of those amazing and invaluable advices. Okay guys, that was everything for today. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Cherry. Don't forget to check out her website, link in the description below. And now go grab your scissors and go create something amazing. From me, Stefan Dimov, I'll see you next time.